Algar Productions. Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Superman podcast with your hosts, Matt Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 63, The Main Man, Part 2, and My Girl. Hi, pals. We're uh, we're back for more Lobo and otherwise. Lo- more fun with Lobo, I believe we're calling this one. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you hate him yet, or do you, do you still feel the same <sighs> way you did last week? I came around so hard on Lobo. Uh, He's so fun in this. <laughs> I, see, that's what I'm saying. I'm so mad. Also, I saw, like, when the credit came up, it said written by Paul Dini, so mm-hmm. it's like, oh, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I was worried he would set it up and someone else would take over and yeah. maybe not. Oh, they really crap that off. the end, but uh, no. Nope. Yeah. There is, and I'm going to point this out when I get to my summary, but there is a wonderful bit of continuity that I only just realized watching this mm. that is so good. Like, we're going to see Lobo again, but only in a very specific setting from this point forward. Mm-hmm. Like it's just it's it's very good. They're they're so good at this. Yeah, it's almost just, like it's almost like they're professionals or something. No, but I mean, like we've talked about this a little bit. Any mm. any like entertainment conglomerate that's building a big extended continuity from the comics mm-hmm. to you know even like the Marvel movies now have a hard time after a while. And these guys, oh, yeah. there's a couple of things, but I think for the most part they. They know what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, going by, like, epilogue, which is still, like, kind of the last thing. Like, they nailed yeah. the landing. Yeah, I mean, I didn't love the one revelation in that, but otherwise. Uh, yeah, but, like, you know. Yeah, but as far as a whole big sweeping, like, it felt like a deliberately planned epic the whole time. Like, like that's kind of the thing, the fact that they got to that and they were like, well, this is going to be the last thing. Let's sort of wrap up the universe. And they do. And actually, actually, that wasn't. Chronologically, it is. Well, yeah, like they still have the, they did. But they got another season after that. Like, like well, the no, they got another. Se- oh, really? No, I mean, they, yeah, they got another season. That was the end of the first season of JLU and they got renewed. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was the capper on the whole Cadmus arc, which is like my favorite thing. Oh, my God. Uh, I had but, no idea about that. <laughs> then they had a whole other season that was also pretty that was ba- the second season's basically legion of doom which is a lot of fun mm-hmm. and they got the fucking super friends like you know big head of um the black manta like uh headquarters oh god the darth vader head yeah exactly uh-huh. and meanwhile uh, it's, it's, at the legion of doom yeah and there's some great stuff in there gross swamp mm-hmm. oh look there's solomon grundy mm-hmm. born on a monday <laughs> lexi why'd you build this place in a gross swamp anyway uh, listen, seemed like a good idea. To t- <laughs> this is the only piece of property on the planet that I don't own. <laughs> listen, at this point, I've committed crimes on every other one of my properties. We're very late in this continuity, and I've gotten busted a lot. Oh, I'm such a criminal. I do so many crimes. I mean, I was the president, so I just pardoned myself for all of them, <laughs> but, you know. Alright, let me, let me tell you what happens in The Main Man, mm-hmm. part two. Last time... A deadly bounty hunter on the trail of our big blue hero. A melee in Metropolis. Superman says, let's take this outside the atmosphere. But then, captured by an angry egg, and Lobo is not exempt. Does this mean the end for Superman? And this almost certainly foul-smelling jackass from the cosmos? Find out 
now as I proceed to summarize this episode. We rejoin the captive Kal-El as he's trying to work a way out uh, to escape his cell. Lobo, for his part, seems fine with kicking back in his cell with two robo-floozies, an off-screen but obviously still their case of beer, and his knockoff Kiss poster. Hey, have you seen how much the real Kiss charges for merch? Angry Egg Zookeeper Man isn't made of money. It costs a lot to keep these weird aliens alive in their weird alien habitats. Of course, he never counted on Superman, the, um, well, the second cleverest superhero on Earth, a planet which currently contains two superheroes. <coughs> Soups does manage to apply some classic adventure game logic as he uses glass with lamp to reflect some sunlight into the eyes of an eight-legged rhino. Poor little guy. He just wanted to graze on crunch berries and have a snooze, but now he's compelled to chase this makeshift laser pointer dot like so much hypnotized kitty. So he charges Superman's cage, freeing him. Superman, in turn, does not free Lobo because Lobo is a jackass. I think I may have covered this already. But then Superman gets a bright idea. Two in one episode! He makes Lobo promise never to come back to Earth in exchange for being set free. And the weird thing is, kids, I've seen ahead. Lobo actually does not come back to Earth until after he thinks Superman is dead, which is really good continuity, actually. Anyway, then we get your typical two former opponents teaming up against the odds sequence, which I'm always a sucker for if it's done right. And Paul Dini wrote this, so it's done right. There's also a little extra added chaos in the form of the bounty hunters Lobo fucked up back in part one. Also, the angry egg turns into a big angry monster because that's just how this nutty episode rolls. And Superman has his third good idea as he tricks the bounty hunters into tossing him into a dodo enclosure where the former Earth bird enjoys basking in the rays of a yellow sun. His powers fully restored, he helps Logo f finish taking care of business, and returns to Earth with a bunch of those orphaned, last-of-their-kind creatures in tow to fill out his new Fortress of Solitude a bit. That's right, kids. This entire two-parter was just the secret origin of Superman's zoo. Oh, unless you think Superman being clever is a thing that's going to stick around going forward, I'm going to give you just a, just a tiny spoiler. I know it's not my episode to, to, to summarize, but just, just a taste um, for the next episode, in which he goes for a swim in some molten lead. <laughs> Yeah, that's more like it, you big, beautiful, noble, heroic moron. Oh my god, this was so much fun. <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, it's exa it's a very good follow-on from the last one, mm -hmm. only there's no Earth stuff. It's yeah. straight up just space stuff the whole time. It's all that 2000 AD stuff that we were ra like raving about last week. Yeah. It's just more of that, and it's fucking great. Yeah, because we're running around in this in this zoo of the the last of every creature. Mm -hmm. This guy, you know, this weird Noah's Ark thing, and like, uh, so we get in a chance to meet lots more weird alien yep. shit. We get a space rhino. Yeah, I really felt bad for that guy. He oh, was yeah. just chilling there. I mean, and clearly this guy has got such good behavior that he just has an enclosure instead of a cell. So like, yeah. he really fucked himself. Yep. It's a good thing ah, he went okay. to live with Superman at the end. Yeah, now he just lives in the North Pole in a tiny cage, mm -hmm. probably. Mm -hmm. I like, we're still not quite at, like, the big crystal fortress of solitude yet. Right now it looks more like Superman's super cave. Well, I mean, like we saw in one of last week's episodes, he got, um, uh, what was it that he got? Oh, God. Uh... Oh, the, uh, the Brainiac uh, orb. Yes. Like the history of Krypton orb. Mm. So it's like, there's like one disc sitting there. Yeah. Without even a player to play it in yet. It's like he's got like he's got like his computer set up because he saw he heard about Batman's and was like, I could get one of those too. But it's basically it's basically like an old an old Apple uh <laughs> Yeah. Lois, how do I sign on to AOL? <laughs> it's an old Apple and a Dreamcast. <laughs> well eventually I'm gonna have foosball over there. Mm -hmm. Gonna put up posters of my favorite bands over there. 
And like, if I bring the real bands up here to visit just for fun, maybe I'll swap them out so they don't, you know, so they don't know like, that I get, like them. Get unhappy. Yeah, exactly. Or, hate, or you know, whatever band it is. I'd know. hate for kids to come up here and see how much I'm into kids. <laughs> oh God, you don't want the kids army after oh, you. Oh God, <laughs> terrible. They'll bury you in a kids coffin. <laughs> Oh, no. All my books are covered in Kiz blood now. Oh, no, no. Kiz printed their comic with real urine mixed with the ink. Oh, good. Very different. Well, they wanted to do jizz to, to sort of keep in with their name, but mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> the publisher wouldn't allow that for some reason. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, this was this was fun. This was mm-hmm. mostly action sequences, and I maintain the action sequences in this show hold my attention way better than, like, I, I love Batman, and I mm-hmm. love a lot of the fights, but I, I get a little bored sometimes, and these... Hardly ever. Well, they're clever and weird, you know? Like, yeah. I mean, here's my bad thing, but at least it was a unique thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe it's also your kids love Superman intro. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, go ahead. So, Lopo f- and Superman fight what is basically a giant dune snake or like a. like a. Oh, it looked like a sandworm from yeah, Beetlejuice. Sand- um, that fight ends with Lobo ripping its skin off in like a one big sheet. And you yeah. see the muscles and veins underneath as it swims back under the sand. Oh, oh, and you hear this blood-curdling scream. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, he was about to shed that off and Lobo just tore it to get some purchase. Oh. No, no, this was pain and torture here, mm-hmm. not uh, not convenience. It's just like, well, that wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen, but top ten no, it, could be. It wasn't. I see. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I liked that they got away with that. It's just like, ooh, some children were definitely traumatized. Oh by yeah. That. There's a bunch of like they really took Lobo as an excuse to just be all like, well, let's put in stuff that sounds like cursing. Let's talk about how much he loves beer and ladies. Yeah. Let's put the word I mean, jizz in. I mean, they also kids. Mm-hmm. Kids was and jizz both. The 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 gross emperor guy. Oh no, spewed or something yeah, like that's that. Like... It was st- same, same. Emperor, like Emperor Jizz or whatever. Yeah, Emperor Seaman, you know, come. Oh no, that's Emperor Spooge, that was it. Good lord. Right, right. Yeah, no, it was terrible. Uh huh. But great, like yeah, because th- th- I mean, honestly, you know, you've heard this. You probably said this when you were a edgy teenager mm-hmm. like me. Like, oh, Superman's boring. He doesn't. He doesn't do anything cool. Yep. Okay, you want cool? Mm-hmm. Here's cool. Shut up. Yep. No, you don't really want this, do you? Yeah, and, and it's fun and it's over the top, but I don't want a whole show about this. That no. I think that's part of what they're saying is like you don't really want this. Mm-hmm. This is this is a great one-off appearance, even in a two-parter. But like, you don't want the show to be like this. The Superman's not like this. Yeah, and if you do, we're making a Lobo show. Uh, not we're really. gonna call it, it Showbo. A... <laughs> it was a web show, and mm-hmm. it ran for I think a total of half an hour, like two-minute episodes. Yep. So. I only count it because I think the same guy did the voice and it's technically considered yeah. canon, but like, you know, be a nice way for us to pass one week. Yep. But if they did a whole series, I would probably come up with a way to skip it. I do. We don't watch shows about Lobo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's our Sh- Shows plural. We did one. Mm-hmm. Can't do a second one. It's the, uh, it's the no homers rule. Nope. Uh, well, since we're doing bad things, yeah, uh, the crime boss, and and we got a bit of him in part one, but he's way more present in this one, and we get more interaction mm-hmm. with him, and it is very clear he is straight up just Jabba the Hutt. Oh yeah, 
looks like, acts like. They gave him they gave him a few extra like gross details that the actual Jabba doesn't have. But he's, he's covered a big in slug guy. Yeah, which, which is, is fine. You know, ew. But but he's but he's a big slug guy mm-hmm. who's like bigger than everyone else, and he's hiring bounty hunters, and he's blah, blah, fat guy voice, and just everything about him is yeah. just okay. I know. He's I the boss biggest of space. Mm, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> it's mostly just like, and I don't think the aliens in this are like groundbreakingly original, mm-hmm. but what we like is just how damn weird they are and how this isn't anything out of Star Wars or whatever. Yeah. It's maybe it's out of some comics. Like I saw in your notes, there's might be some nods to some like uh, sort of deeper continuity. Yeah, there's things, a, one of the bounty hunter dudes. I was like, eh, it looks like he could be an Omega Man guy, which. Yeah, like, that's cool. Yeah. Like he like, looks, I like, he just looks familiar, you know. The guys making the show clearly aren't just like, okay, I guess we're doing a Superman show. They know the comics, they know the deep, like the deep lore. They've read all that shit. Mm. So like, if they can pull that, they will. And I love that. And but what I'm saying is, the aliens are still, you know, like like you said, they had a 2000 AD vibe. But yeah. I don't think they were just torn from those pages. No. Whereas this guy was just Job of the Hutt. Yeah. So that was a little disappointing, you know. Whereas, do another space gangster guy like Jabba the Hutt, but don't do Jabba the Hutt. Okay, and you so can make the Hutt. You can make the character like that. Mm-hmm. Just like make the alien something else, you know. Yeah. Whereas uh, uh, egg guy, let's talk about him. Well, he's an egg for one thing. Until he mm. isn't. Yeah, that's what I mean. Mm-hmm. I feel like you must have loved that. Oh what yeah, he turns there. into a great big red monster with claws and fucking yeah. ruled. He's so he's this he's this hovering. Egg-shaped creature mm-hmm. with like uh, no legs. Yep. Uh, who maybe like he's he comes up to lo- like he he and Lobo can see eye to eye, but only because he hovers around yeah, his he's chest. Like, he's like waist high on Lobo or something. Yeah, but like since he's like yeah, the bottom of him is about Lobo's like mm-hmm. nipples. So like he's he's fairly short, and then he just somehow bursts out of his skin to become this giant fuck off kaiju thing. Yep. It's just like. <laughs> Just Lobo's like, yeah, I'll take you, kick your ass, and uh, oh no! Well, that's uh, that actually brings me to my quote, which mm-hmm. was a great. Uh, this is this is such a stock standard like comedy line, mm-hmm. but it's just very funny in the context. So. As much as I dislike taking a personal hand in this matter, you leave me no other choice. Return to your enclosure immediately. Who's gonna make me? Stop saying that. Which I very much enjoyed. Ah, jeez. Mm-hmm. That's well, great. That's just a fine how do you do's. Mm-hmm. Well, I just fi- you gotta go way deeper with I can't go much deeper like this. than that. Yeah, that's, that's okay. <clears throat> it starts turning into Dr. Girlfriend. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a little crossover there. <laughs> Not so much in the things they say, but definitely that sort of register there. Years ago. Oh, I missed you, Monarch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not your, not your mommy, Dean. <laughs> I don't yeah, drive. I, I, the lady never drives. I loved, I loved uh, that big monster thing, but it, but I bet you loved it ten times more. It just oh, felt yeah. like something like that would totally be your jam. Oh yeah, it's just fucking Superman fighting a big monster. It's my yeah. shit. Yeah, and it was we got to that point. That was like the third act where mm-hmm. like the two of them are completely on the same page. They're like, like Lobo's like, "Hey, soups," you know, like like they're doing strategy together. Yeah. And it's like we're never gonna see this again, but it's nice because that's how this kind of story goes. Yeah. 
I'll run around back. We know. Hit him in the face. Yeah, no, he uh, uh, told Superman to hang on, and then he blew the airlock, which is yep. pretty standard uh, space adventure thing, but mm-hmm. I'm cool with it. Yep. Didn't feel like hacky or, or you know, played out or whatever. Good use of uh, Lobo's aforementioned hook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good stuff. I mm-hmm. really enjoyed it. Uh, what do you got for a good thing? Uh, we mentioned uh, Lobo's robot ladies, and mm-hmm. the second he gets sick of hanging around in his in his cage, which basically looks like, you know, my basement uh, circa 2003. Oh, yeah, every teen's bedroom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, he's basically hanging out getting massages from two, ro- from two like, alien ladies. Yes, uh, massages. It could be a type uh-huh. of massage. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, gets bored, and as soon as he starts trying to escape, um... Their heads both flip back and they start shooting gas out of their mouths. Oh yeah, they like unhinge their jaws uh-huh. and just yeah. and it just it looks so perfectly creepy. Yep. That's no, and ah. and when when they look humanoid, they have those big Bruce Tim woman smiles, mm-hmm. like 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 your Batgirl smile. Yep. But then, yeah, the smile oh, just keeps good. going. Yep. Ugh. Horrible. I loved it. Yes. Fantastic. And then Lobo goes gas. He did. He did say gas. That is the thing he said. Yeah, you guessed it. <laughs> At one point, uh, Lobo mentions 31 flavors of something, and mm-hmm. I can only assume uh, Mal asked how he knew about Baskin Robbins. They can have 31 flavors of stuff on other planets. I mean, I know. It's not just the one. Also. The answer is who cares? <clears throat> I ain't never heard of no Baskin Robbins or whatever's. Yeah, he spent a little time on Earth now. Now, look, all Earth references are fair game now. He spent a little time yep. there. <laughs> After I killed a bunch of policemen, I went and got some ice cream. Look, I can't go there no more, right? But, uh, you know, I had a little fun when I was there. You ever had rum raisin? Oh. <laughs> uh, my good thing. There were, and I know I know Paul Dini, I know this was deliberate. Mm-hmm. There were some really subtle Looney Tunes nods that oh, I yeah. loved. Like Lobo took a blast at to the face, like Daffy getting shot mm-hmm. in the face by Elmer, with like just the black, like you know, his face is black and his his eyes are blinking. Like, well, that sucked. <laughs> uh, there was this music cue where they were plummeting down a gorge that was very, you know, like that that descending thing that sounded very like Carl Stalling Looney Tunes. Like they took a break from the meatly guitar to do some like Looney Tunes music. Wow. Uh, and then Superman's very Bugs Bunny-ish, uh, oh, no, you don't, <laughs> when he tricks the bounty hunters into throwing him into the yellow sunlight. All, all of that just felt very, like, okay, we're going funny. I know I know what funny is. Please, whatever you do, don't throw me in there. They, we get a great bit. Like, we don't entirely know what the plan is. We see him use his x-ray vision, and we see just sort of the outline of, a like, a bird that's clearly not, like, a dangerous yeah. bird. So it's like, what? What is he playing at here? But like, like the setups there, like the alien oh, yeah. egg guy mentions at one point. Yeah, I even got some like Earth uh, extinct animals running around here. Yeah, so it makes sense. We all know like yeah. that's probably the most like universally well known oh, yeah. extinct. Like we like a kid probably knows what a dodo is. Mm-hmm. So it's not like a a weird obscure pull or anything. Yeah, they all died off because they were super easy to kill. Is that what it was? Uh, yeah, I believe so. There was there is a like, type of. Um, there's a type of turtle. I that they, they told the story on QI. Turtle or tortoise, I never yeah. know the difference. But uh, that's that's extinct because it was so delicious. Yep, it's sort of the same thing. Like ah. they were these like island birds or whatever, and like they just walk right up to you. you oh wait, no, 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 no. That's head. that's that's not the dodo. I know what you're talking about. Oh, 
what you're talking about is was native to like New Zealand or some some like sort of islandish place in like the South Pacific. Mm. Uh, but yeah, they and they had no natural predators, so yeah, they would just walk up to people. I yeah. know what you're talking about. How's it going? But no, bonk. Dodos, as I re- as I and I might be remembering wrong, but I think I'm right. Were like pigeons. Oh, they were just everywhere. They were just sort of like the nuisance bird of the time, and then they. I don't know if people hunted them or what, but they're just gone. We lost them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but look at them. They're yeah. called dodos for a reason. They're pretty stupid looking. <laughs> hey. They look like, speaking of Looney Tunes, they look like that vulture. Duh. Nope, 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 nope. They all fled back to uh, Dodo Land. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? What else? Oh, there was a there was a nice little reference to Starro that we both caught. Yep, love to see Starro, the star of the next Suicide Squad movie, apparently. Well, I mean, it was the first villain that got the Justice League together. That's so, true. I mean, that could be the Loki of... Uh, of the DC uh, uh, cinematic mm-hmm. universe, it was Starro, and then whatever that thing is that turned the Justice League into trees. Uh huh. You see Batman going, "I can't believe I'm turning into a tree." Sixties mm-hmm. <laughs> comics were nuts. I know, I love them. Mm-hmm. The um, the thing is, Starro will actually show up not in not in Justice League, weirdly enough, but in uh, Batman Beyond. Oh in, yeah, in the future Justice League episode of Batman Beyond. So it's still the Justice League, but. Well, they they did some really it. cool like Grant Morrison did some great stuff with uh with Starro is just like the weird mind control parasite thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean that's basically what it started out as, yeah. and I don't think they really changed that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's, he'll show up in the uh, cartoon eventually. So could be this same Starro, could just be a coincidence. Who knows? Could be any Starro. Uh huh. A lot of Starros out mm-hmm. there. A lot of Starros co- out in the sky. Oh, it's a very common name. <laughs> Uh, what, what else? else? Uh, I don't have as much for this one because it's a part two, and it was mostly action sequences. Yeah, me too. Not a whole lot. Mm-hmm. But it was it was very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, something that was almost my quote was uh, when Lobo, uh, when when Superman wouldn't let Lobo out, and he says, "I can't. When I see you again, I'm gonna kick that big red S of yours." It's very good. It's like, Damn, good good job, guys. Mm-hmm. Got that one passed, huh? Nice, nice ass. You know, you know why they got that one passed is because on paper that doesn't look like a swear. Nope. But if the voice actor performs it just right, which he did, mm-hmm. it sure does. Well, come, come back and kick that big red ass of yours. <clears throat> good, good job, Paul Dini and um, Brad Garrett. Yeah, thank you. I was gonna say everybody's loves Raymond guy. What the fuck is his name? That's it, Brad <laughs> Garrett. Thank you. The S is for right. sucks. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Uh, that just makes me think they just discovered a prehistoric skull of a uh, something they're calling Dragon Man, and I just can't get the Trogdor song out of my head all week. Well, Trogdor was a man. Mm, uh, maybe he was a dragon. dragon. Maybe mm, it was maybe. just a dragon. Might have been just a dragon man. But he was still Trogdor. That's true. All right. Anything else? I think that's everything. Like it's like you said. Uh, oh, it's fun, but it's like it's yeah. not one of those like there weren't a lot of plot points. It was just like okay. You know how this goes. It's a superhero story. These guys fought, and now they're teaming up. Yeah. The end. <laughs> Which is, hey, excellent work. Yeah, it good, good but uh, you've seen it before. Hey, and I would say the two-parter was justified. Yeah. The first part was mostly on Earth, so we got to see some, like, uh, Lois and Jimmy and, and Lex, and the uh, second part was all space stuff. Mm-hmm. So it made sense to, to stretch this Because you look at it on paper, and it's like, really? Their first big two-parter, the first thing they thought needed the epic length of a two-parter was Lobo. Uh-huh. That was my thought. But then you get it, and it's like, okay, I see why they All right, this. you win this round, Lobo. And again, secret origin of his zoo. Mm-hmm. 
every time you go back to the fortress, it's a little more filled out, and usually we know why. Whereas the Batcave just kind of popped into existence yep. one day. Also fine, mm-hmm. but you know, it's fun watching this happen. Yeah. I think so. the the fact that they actually chose for Superman is like, no, let's show where all this stuff came from. Let's not just have him already be here, you know? It's been well, fun I following think- that. Also, because uh, by this point, the uh, the only movie people remembered, you know, like the good ones anyway, were 20 years old. So yeah. it's like there wasn't like an origin story as recently in place. So they could they could tell the story without feeling like they were covering the same ground, mm-hmm. you know. Whereas, you know, the Tim Burton movie, for better or worse, did already kind of cover a lot of that stuff. Yeah. So Superman, Superman yep. has right. like a rhino. It's Superman. <laughs> All right. Why don't you tell us what happens in, uh, not not the movie where bees murder <laughs> Macaulay Culkin, but a, a different thing called My Girl. My God, bees. No, My Girl, bees. <laughs> my Girl. All right. So Clark and Lois are enjoying a fun-filled and probably paid for by the Daily Planet trip to the big fashion show for news purposes, when who should stroll in but Lex Luthor's new lady friend, LL. Lana Lang, shouts Clark, embarrassing himself terribly. Clark, everyone you know is named LL. Calm down. Oh, never mind. It is Lana Lang, Clark's old squeeze and best friend since we retconned out the detestable Pete Ross. <laughs> She's here from Smallville to oversee her fashion show. Feels like Clark should have known about that when he was invited to go to the fashion show, but I don't know. That guy's busy. Maybe he was saving the cat moment. Anyway, Lana gets kidnapped for her big jewelry, for her big jewelry chest thing, and Superman arrives to save her. And after he does, she reveals that she knows he's Clark. But how, he asks. I'm looking at your face, Clark. Like, I recognize faces I've seen before. That's a thing I can do. You can't go put on a hockey jersey and I'm going to think you're a different person. I've known you for 20 years and you're asking me why I know that it's you just because you're wearing a big S shirt? What are you talking about? Clark, still feeling slightly embarrassed that his great plan to wear no kind of disguise at all in front of his oldest friend didn't work, tells her that he tells her to stay away from Lex because he's an evil murderer. Next day, Lex makes plans to murder some people with new guns in front of Lana, and she starts to get suspicious. Fortunately, Lex is also suspicious, because he, sp- because he sent Mercy to spy on Lana and saw her talking with Superman. Don't worry about it, Lana says. Okay, said Lex, but I also really care for you, and I want you to know how devastated I would be if it turned out that you were actually hooking up with Superman behind my back. Like, that would be a huge betrayal of trust for me, because I especially hate Superman. Unfortunately, Lana doesn't hear any of this because she's run off to tell Clark about the new gun murders. At set murders, some creeps are examining said new guns. They're weird laser gun things that make stuff explode when you shoot them. It sort of cuts out the middleman when it comes to firing bullets or something. I don't know. Guns are stupid. Anyway, Superman arrests the creeps and prevents several forest fires. Then one of the creeps blows up a bridge and Superman has to save a train. It's awesome. He's good at that sort of thing. Lana meets up with Superman again and wants to keep spying on Lex. Superman tells her what a terrible idea that is. I mean, it's not like you're Lois or something, he says. Lana runs off to prove him wrong, feeds Clark some bad information, and then gets kidnapped by aforementioned Creep, who takes her to Lex Luthor's local lead factory. She'll be frozen in carbonite and shipped off to that gross dude from Al's episode. And the Creep guy is real smug about it. Superman can't see us with all this lead around, he says repeatedly as he does a little dance and clicks his heels together. Ooh, he's so smart. And Superman shows up. I heard your little song, he says, and the creep is incredibly embarrassed. Then he shoots a bunch of lead containers, causing lead explosions all over the factory. Superman takes Lana to safety by, well, you ever see that Looney Tunes cartoon where Daffy Duck hides in a dark room and then he lights a match and it's full of TNT? Yeah, he hides her in that room. You'll be safe in here, he says. 
Like, that's a real thing that he tells this woman as he shoves an actual nuclear missile out of the way of the door that it was blocking. This room has more explosives than my neighborhood on this 4th of July weekend when fireworks have been banned due to wildfire fire danger. Which is to say that there are a metric fuck ton of explosion of explosives. Which then explode. Lana survives because Superman is here and the factory burns down, explodes, and then burns down again. But she decides maybe being Superman's girlfriend Lana Lang isn't all it's cracked up to be and goes to Paris where she'll be no trouble at all. <laughs> Meanwhile, Lex pretends that he isn't sad that he failed to kill his new girlfriend. Yeah, that pretty much covers it. The thing I really love about this is that Lex clearly really likes this girl and is very upset that she is apparently running off with Superman every five minutes. Well, I mean, yeah, you're you're not wrong. You called it out right there. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, like, not only did you leave me, you left me for the guy I hate more than any person on Earth. Okay, now, you know I hate Superman. I'm not quiet about that. I mean, I'm not no, quiet like, about anything because I'm Lex Luthor, but, like, I spend a lot of my time standing at a window shaking my fist at places Superman might be because I hate him so much. Yeah, in fact, there's a whole coffee table volume of tasteful photos of me doing just that. <laughs> Thanks, Mercy Jimmy. took them. Mercy took them, actually. <laughs> Turns out she's a very good photographer. It doesn't come up that much. <laughs> actually, that brings me to my bad thing, which is more of a potential bad thing. Mm-hmm. Not actually a bad thing, because I don't know this is textual yet, but it could be. Uh, Mercy doesn't like Lana, makes some faces, makes some comments. I hope it's just because, like, what, what Amanda sort of projected mm-hmm. was ugh Lex I don't mind being your bodyguard I don't mind doing your dirty work I do not like having to like keep an eye on your girlfriend of yeah. the week that is that is beneath me I'm better than that that I like but if she's jealous cuz she's in love with him ugh. which I th- which I think she might be that's how it played but yeah. but you could take it either way I will hate that now, we'll see what happens I don't remember any like mercy being into Lex I- I think I do is the Ugh, thing. I don't care but for I'm, that. But I might be misremembering. It's been a long time. I, I love Mercy as Lex's be- actual best friend. <laughs> yeah. But um, hers as love interest did just does not interest me at all. No, but I'm concerned. You you definitely saw that, right? Like, oh, yeah. Some of her stuff definitely played like, ugh, I hate this new woman in his life because she's not me. Mm-hmm. It she's was not, not good enough for him. It was not subtle. Like... No, but it could have been, mm-hmm. like I said, Amanda's interpretation is also completely valid, yes. which is like, I'm better than this. I get paid to murder people. I shouldn't be chasing after your latest floozy, mm-hmm. which is fair. Lana's no floozy, but I could see after oh. after 10 different women that Lex has taken to his yacht in his little turtleneck, I could see like uh, uh, Mercy uh, almost tried to think of an L name for her. Like, no, it's Mercy. <laughs> La Mercy. Also- uh, you pointing out the LL thing, does that mean Lex knows LL Cool J? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> I love LL Cool J. I want to get me one of those hats. It would go great with my yachting outfit. <laughs> it's either that or a captain's hat, and Bibbo's got that one, so. <laughs> I sure do. Mm-hmm. There he goes. Yep. No, Bibbo's voiced by the same guy as Lex. So Bibbo's a getaway down. Hey, I hey, Mr. Kent, I'm going to get some soda. <laughs> oh, boy, sody. No, Soder. No, oh, that's right. <laughs> DC Comics brand Soder. Uh, but, you know, I still liked the stuff with Marcy again. I'm just, I'm mm-hmm. hoping, like, I don't even know if that counts as a bad thing. But this is a very good episode. Yeah. Also, not the episode I thought, so even better. Which one did I you forgot? think it was? Mm, uh, well, there's a, there's, a, there's a bizarro one coming. Ah, okay. And they very much 
I believe in the first appearance play Bizarro up like the the Frankenstein bit mm-hmm. where and because he sort of has Superman's memories, he thinks he's in love with Lois. Ah, and that's sort of the focus of the first one. So, so you read thought, it as like my girl. Yeah, exactly. But no, it's I forgot they brought Lana back so soon. I mm-hmm. thought they didn't bring her back till Clark went back to Smallville for whatever reason. They there's a mo the the part where like. Where uh, Lois goes, the mysterious LL. I'm like, mm-hmm. Lori Lamaris? Are we getting to her? <laughs> I didn't know she was in this show. I doubt they would like. I doubt they would dig that deep for for his mermaid girl. Superman's mermaid, mermaid <laughs> Lori Lamaris. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Huh? But no, his, oh, Lana Lang. Oh yeah, I, who we just saw four episodes sense, ago. Actually. When, when we covered, uh, when we briefly cl- covered uh, Clark's teen years, there has she a, was. has already been in the show and was cast and everything. Yeah, no, you're yeah. right. All right, TV show. No, and when I uh, when I called out all the great stuff in the pilot that was like uh, uh, seeding later stories, I completely forgot Lana like gets her whole ep- own whole episode. Mm-hmm. So there was another one there, just just waiting to be like explored. Yeah. Um. I had a real hey, it's that guy moment for this one. Oh, yeah. So uh, Lana is played by Julie Fisher, who was like in uh, Ellen's uh, sitcom in the 90s, like the one she came out in. Like, mm-hmm. the, you know, they, it was it was a pretty average 90s sitcom. It was famous because Ellen came out. Oh, yeah. But, no, I uh, watched a lot. I was a big Ellen fan yeah. back then. But uh, what I didn't know is that Julie Fisher is Carrie Fisher's half sister. Oh. Because I was cool. getting a real I was getting a real Carrie Fisher vibe from her voice. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, that's not Carrie Fisher. First of all, I knew it wasn't. Mm-hmm. But second of all, I was like, well, who would sound like Carrie Fisher? Oh, her half-sister. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah that tracks. That. Yeah, they got the same dad. So that, uh, that makes sense. Uh, also, Mr. Elam, mm-hmm. uh, who is the the fishy-lipped, I think you said Steve Buscemi. Guy. Yeah, he is a Steve Buscemi-looking motherfucker. Ah, uh, actually, no. He is a Larry Drake-looking motherfucker. Ah. They drew the character to look like the actor. Who, uh, I years and years ago, this was when we covered like some early Deep Space Nine episodes mm-hmm. on the Star Trek show. I thought uh, Frank Langella, who was the villain uh, in in some uh, Deep Space Nine episodes, was the bad guy in Dark Man, but it's actually this guy. Yeah, that's him, all right. <laughs> also, also Doctor Giggles. Mm-hmm. Like you know this guy. You definitely know. Seen... As soon as I look at him, I'm like, yep. And I've seen he that did guy the voice. A million things. He did the voice of that guy, and I like that they drew him to look like the guy. Like they don't usually yeah. do that. So that was kind of a nice touch. So that was neat. But yeah, Lana was fa- like her, her, uh, like despite the fact that like recognizing her wasn't it. Like yeah. that wasn't what made her cool. It was just very well written, very well performed. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I loved her. I hope she comes back. I don't remember if she comes back, but I hope she does. Yeah, I, I like that her whole deal literally is I want to be Lois, but I'm not as good as Lois. She is in some, like, she's more successful and, like, she's famous mm-hmm. and, like, all that. But, yeah, she... Like, she just still, doesn't have whatever Lois has that makes her she's awesome. Still, she's still carrying a torch for Clark, which mm-hmm. I, I think is really interesting because he is made so uncomfortable. Like, Oh, yeah. It's very clear she would have been down to fuck in high school. And he just... Oh, 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 oh. I gotta uh, go uh, uh, save literally anything. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just he's such a sweet farm boy that that is not interested in that until it's t- like mm-hmm. I I feel like he is when it's time like yeah. when they're married or whatever like whatever he was raised mm-hmm. but I think what I get from this episode was she laid it on thick and he couldn't take it yeah I love I think that instead I'm going to move away to Metropolis forever mm-hmm. I, I also go. love 
I love the moment at the end because she's still got a thing for him at the end. She's oh, yeah. like, uh, you ever change your mind? I'm going to Paris. You you come you come see me. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I like is um, she says, uh, you need, what did she say? You need someone gentle and sweet or whatever. And then they do sort of like the sitcom smash yeah. cut to, to Lois going, Clark, get in here. <laughs> this is a very, very good uh, moment. Never- Smallville. <laughs> Nair has the sound of true love sounded so sweet. You need, you need someone who can treat you with dignity and respect. Get the fuck over here, Smallville. You dumb piece of shit. How'd you beat me to another story, you moron? <laughs> uh, but it's but it's also the show giving a wink. Oh, yeah. And saying, you know who he's going to end up with. Come on, we all know this. Yeah, and it's I, Lois Lane, for God's sake. Like, but one of the things I like about this show is like, yes, Superman is a character that everyone knows certain things about mm-hmm. and they don't play around and they don't try to make that mysterious or or change it for the sake of being shocking. It's yeah. like, no, this is going to be his love interest, obviously. Not yet, mm-hmm. but we all know where this is headed. So uh, let's let's just let you in on the joke now. It's it's like, so back when DC was doing the new 52 thing, they did like, mm-hmm. for people who don't know, they basically relaunched all of They've their- They've done that a few times. Yeah. But the idea was they basically relaunched all their titles and they wanted to do like a, like a fresh start for everything. And one of the things mm-hmm. they did was have Clark was have Clark not hook up with Lois like she was with some other guy. And it's like it it's just like come on, yeah. You know, what 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 are you what are you doing exactly? No, here? like what, one we of all the things, know. One of the things I liked is they got married like what in the eighties? Yes, and no nineties uh, uh, as I recall, because it was for the um the, it was for the 50th it was for anniversary Lois and Clark. Oh, was it? I yep. thought it was for the fiftieth anniversary. It they, they kind of did it. It was if I'm remembering correctly, it was mm-hmm. originally for because they were getting married on Lois and Clark, and right. either they wanted they ended up waiting until the fiftieth anniversary, or they got delayed on Lois and Clark and they had to put it off for a couple of years. Could yeah, I don't remember exactly because wh- the problem is the time frame you're talking about is also around death of Superman, mm-hmm. and I thought they were married by that point. <sighs> I'd have to check. Weren't I they? think they get married after because I think he has the long hair mm. when they get mm. married. Could, well, in any case, mm-hmm. they've been married 20, 30 years in yeah. the comics. And, and that little blip notwithstanding, they're still married, right? Yeah, because yeah, they got a kid. Yep. So, yeah, and I like that. I like that as much doesn't change in comics that, like, we all know these two are destined to be together. Yeah, and here the they two. are. Like, we, we've done just about everything we can do with the love triangle and her not knowing yeah. and all that. And now now let's now let's see what it's like when they're actually together. And I mean, like, honestly, the longer they go without her knowing, it always, make, it always makes you feel uncomfortable now. Well, she's an investigative reporter. Yeah, like, of course she should know. Like, I mean, that said, you did make your quote last week, him just telling her and, oh, yeah. and her it's laughing funny. it off. Well, yeah. But like, I don't just, know. I don't know if she ever knows in this continuity. Though. Yeah, and I don't really like that. You know, there is there is a moment late. I want to say it's in the first season of JLU mm-hmm. where they're pretty clearly romantic. Like yeah. he's having a picnic with her on t- on the roof of the Daily Planet building. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're talking about Cadmus and how people don't trust the superheroes anymore. And, all mm-hmm. that. and like it was a nice little nod to that series because, you know, JLU had a lot of other stuff going on. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think she still didn't know he was Clark. Oh, that's so I don't. I might be wrong. Yeah. I might be remembering wrong. Don't take my word for that. But I do. I don't. I don't remember any story that dealt with that. And that would be a big, you know. The the idea would, that they would just skip over that too, like just have yeah. it happen off screen. Just oh, yeah, we jumped ahead three years and now she knows. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a that's a major story to tell if, yeah. if it ever happened, which it should have. Or maybe he gave her the forgetting kiss. <sighs> that's also not great. No, no, it wasn't. 
I have a the very worst. specific view of Superman, and it does not include a lot of things Superman has actually done over the years. That's true. I, that version of Superman, like, apart from that, mm-hmm. was pretty wholesome, though. Yeah. Christopher Reeve Superman was pretty, you know, pretty pure. Mm-hmm. But and I think that was, if I'm not mistaken, that came from, like, uh, not being able to finish Superman 2 or having to do some weird, you know, like, they had to they had to abandon their original plan, basically. Yeah. But also, I might have pointed this out in this in the show already. I don't remember, but in the really really shitty Superman four, he kisses her and she remembers again. That it's like getting bonked on the head. That's even worse. Uh huh. It's like okay, we could just look past it, but no, no, he not could bring just, it up. It's important. He could just bring back her memory whenever he wants. Yeah, he just doesn't want to most of the time. <laughs> Oof. Uh, what was your bad thing? Uh, Superman has the line. Uh, so. The two guys are uh, playing around with the uh, the experimental make stuff explode guns that Lex mm-hmm. is uh, selling, mm-hmm. uh, and one of the things they do is start shooting trees so they'll explode. And then a deer runs by, and a guy takes aim at the deer and goes, eh, "It's hunting season." And mm-hmm. Superman goes, "Sorry, folks, it's open season on terrorists," which is a terrible line. Clark, did you practice that shit on the way over? Good lord! The funniest part is Amanda said that exact same thing when we were watching this together. It's like Jesus. Did he like was? Did he's holding that in his back pocket? Did he think that was a good line? <laughs> he's got a little book that's like 101 great jokes to tell guys just before you arrest them. Look, I read this comic about a guy called Spider Man who's always got these great jokes, and I just I want to be like that. I want to be that guy. You know, he's he's so he's so much fun. Spider Man's like, yeah, but I'm good at this. <laughs> Look, Are this you? is the only thing I have, man. I do this to cover my low self esteem. Mm-hmm. You, you're Superman for your, your esteem is fine. Yeah. You called yourself you could... Superman. I didn't call myself Superman. I just accepted that I was once I heard it. <laughs> you you could be involved with Lana Lang right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you're married to Mary Jane, who is basically the same character, a, a redhead supermodel. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, yeah, that was that was. It's bad. bad. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, My good thing. So that whole action, like I made a joke about mm. this in my summary, but the whole action sequence with the hot lead was goddamn intense. Oh, yeah. Just like, like, like they did a great job because kids might not know mm-hmm. like what, what what's lead, like what is lead when it's melted? What yeah. is that? I have no context for this. I don't, I don't work at a smelting factory. I'm eight, <clears throat> but, but they, they, they set it up. So you saw how dangerous it was there, when they showed up. There's a real visceral like feeling to seeing that stuff dump into those containers and then they load Lana into one of the t- containers. Yeah. Just like, ugh. And like the shot when um when Superman like flies up and just like covers her with his cape. Yeah. Is not only it's not only a really good Superman moment, um, which this episode has a couple of I'll get to in a minute. Oh yeah. But it just looks great. It does. That I, I think what I'm praising here is the art and animation because there's some real like you say, visceral, like mm-hmm. very like, ooh, I felt that. Like, yeah. In in the escape, because yeah. we understand how dangerous it is and how close the calls are. Like, like if he didn't have Superman speed, if he was just, like, regular man, <clears throat> he wouldn't have made it, you know? Or, you know, if he had the invulnerability but not the speed yeah. is what I'm saying. There... He he had to be real fast because she almost got, like, melted to nothing. Yeah. And and the terrorist dude, too, a couple of times. Mm-hmm. There's There's bits where, like... Like in the episode, uh, he gets shot at a couple of times, and like just having the bullets like sort of bounce off. It's like there's no, mm-hmm. there's no sort of feeling of danger to that because it's Superman, you know. Oh, like, and, and we've all seen that trick. That's yeah. another one everyone knows. But like, 
like the just that that feeling of him just flying under that lead and just like ah and like he comes yep. out just coated in it. Yep. It's just it's it's really cool. They yeah, they it is. they they do it again with the train when he rescues the train like earlier. Well, this is your good thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I forgot it was my good thing, but yes. Uh huh. Um. So yeah, you talk about your quintessential Superman moments, this lead thing, and mm-hmm. and also what you're about to say here. Yeah. So um. There's a bit where one of the guys shoots the explodey gun at a bridge that a train is mm-hmm. just about to cross because it's like, well, I can't beat Superman, but... Well, this is every villain ever is like, oh, you care about people. I can I can hurt some people and get away. Oh, this works every time. So what happens yep. is the bridge gets disintegrated. Superman grabs a couple of uh, railway uh, t- uh, lines? Railway li- yeah, big steel rails. beams that that make up parts of yeah rails. Exactly. Rails, mm-hmm. um, just flies up and does that thing where he holds them up and like the train just keeps going over him. You see it a million times in Superman. Yeah, he lies under the part that's missing, yeah. so the train is literally rolling over him as part of the track. Yeah, the th- what's cool about it, besides the fact that it's a hundred percent a Superman thing, is oh, yeah. it looks really painful and hard. No, that's and I've I've said this before, and I'm going to say it a lot when we as we cover this show. I love how they sort of depowered Superman. Mm-hmm. Like he's still the strongest guy there is. Yeah, but like a lot of stuff is hard for him. Mm-hmm. Like, and you see seeing, seeing him struggle makes it so much more interesting than just like, oh yeah, I yeah I let a train roll over me, no big deal. Like, well, no, it's it's difficult, man. And and you mentioned this a couple of episodes back uh, when he has that sort of look on his face, like, can I stop missiles? Oh, I guess I can stop oh, yeah. missiles. Like, the idea that he's constantly sort of figuring out, oh, crap, I guess I could do this too, is so Well, cool. he and Hamilton, he and Hamilton are sort of trying to, like, test the limits. Yeah. And maybe, you know, maybe this was a result of him figuring out something with Hamilton out in the field, and he's like, oh, shit, yeah, I could save that train like this. I never thought of that. Yeah. Well, I guess I better see if I can save a train. Oh, fuck, I can save a train. <laughs> Yeah. No, it was. And as you say, it's a thing we've seen before. Yeah. Like, it's definitely a Superman thing we've seen. I don't know, in like the Fleischer cartoons mm-hmm. or maybe the I think it was in one of the, the Christopher Reeve movies, actually. I could see that. Yeah. Um, I, but anyway, it's definitely a Superman move and certainly in the comics. Mm-hmm. But for them to play it out in a way that's still visually interesting. Yeah. Like this thing that we've seen before is is very cool. Like, whereas the lead is, is pretty unique. Mm-hmm. The the train thing is like, oh, here's this old bit. But they they made it work. Yeah. It was very good. I like the idea of that gun because what it does is it excites the mo- mm-hmm. molecules in something so that whatever the object is just explodes, like yeah. becomes explosive, which is terrifying. It's like what's supposed to happen when the flash runs through something. Yeah. And my very limited understanding of physics, like I kind of understand where this comes from and what it is. And like, I, oh, I could probably, I probably have this wrong. I probably shouldn't say, but it, I think it's a bit like the way nuclear stuff works. Like you... You make stuff explode on purpose in a controlled setting, and then you capture the energy from it, kind of? Yeah, something like, I don't know. Something like that. I probably have that all wrong. So, just ignore me. Ignore me! (laughs) Um, This I'm not sure, Mm -hmm. but this might be uh, weapons. These weapons may may not have come from this Earth. Yeah. We're we're gonna we're gonna we'll get, get into, into that, that with the whole later on, but, uh, thing later on, yeah, yeah. I th- but I think this might be the start of that, or it might just be some horrible thing Lex came up with. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. What if guns exploded? Shit. What if that look, happened? Look, I've been fighting Superman for three weeks, and I've already figured out bullets don't get him. But uh, hmm, what about this? Maybe if I exploded him a little bit. My guys are digging up more of them green rocks, but before I get those, I got all the green rocks. Don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay, let's talk about those fashion lesbians. Oh, yeah. 
which was just like clearly, mm-hmm. clearly your classic, like there's a very butch one and a sort of more traditionally femininely pretty one. Yep. Like it was, it was so like your, your stock, like if you got clip art of lesbians, this is what it would look yep. like. It was great. I loved it. It was the show maybe couldn't say that out loud in 1990, whatever, but uh, it was obvious. It was the, great. The fact that they were there totally just to steal Lana's expensive diamond, whatever uh-huh. the fuck it was to like, they steal it. And I'm like, Oh, I know how this works. It's got, it's, it'll have like Lexal of encoded, like, like mm-hmm. computer passwords into it or something, right? No, it's no. just a very expensive uh, uh, diamond thingy that they want. No, these guys are just jewel thieves. Yeah, they're just jerks. Yeah, they're just jewel thieves who didn't want to fuck around with the cat burglary thing, so they just grabbed the person who was wearing the necklace. Mm-hmm. Or whatever it was, I don't remember. It's like they were there to do the actual fashion show, then like, fuck, I want that. Do you have a gun? Yeah, I have a gun. Yeah, all right. Let's do this. You want to become terrorists? <laughs> and, you know, they're in love, yeah. of course. That's beautiful. Yeah, it is. I mean, they got caught by Superman. Yeah, but, you know, love can endure yeah. that. Yeah, I guess that's true. I'm trying to think of another example. Um, General Zod and what's her name? Ursa? 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 It's Ursa. Yeah. Ursa, yeah. Yeah, and Non. Yeah, right. I don't, I maybe they were polyamorous or maybe he's just their idiot friend. Yeah, I'm I don't not know. sure. If not, good. if so, good for them. Yeah, whatever. Huh? Uh, oh, let's talk about Clark's insane Hot Wheels future car. Oh, good. Car. I, was, I, I really wanted to get to this because good Lord. Well, I was looking through your notes and you're like, I love Clark's car. And then I, I assume they showed it from a different angle. And you're like, no, actually, Clark's car is very stupid. <laughs> well, it looks like he's got like a sports car. Yeah. Which, you know, nice car for a guy on a fucking reporter's salary. Well, it's, a, it's very like this show's idea of the like, that sort of slick Art Deco future. Like, like mm-hmm. Batman decided okay the buildings get all art deco but the cars are very classic old 40s whereas this show is like oh no no no, we're going world's fair like yeah ridiculous future of the 40s stuff here so basically uh clark gets a call to go save lawn or whatever so he has to go park in an alleyway and mm. the top of the car pops up pops up like a race car like a race car so yeah. like it's like this is the only way you could get in or out of this car is if you are in fact superman <laughs> Or one of them Duke boys, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. But uh, I'm positive I had a Hot Wheels car like this. Oh, when I was yeah. Little. Everyone did. Yeah. I assume so. Yeah. It's like a I'm weird sure. like rocket like rocket car or something. Yeah. I think it was like a concept car. Like a, like this is the car of the future. Like it was probably in a Mystery Science Theater mm-hmm. show or something. The car of the future. Da, 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 you know. The car of the future is going to be completely undrivable. Mm-hmm. Which is just as well. And it'll run on super gas. Which we will never run out of. <laughs> good, 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 good. You have to grind up an entire dinosaur skeleton. Yeah, that's fine. We got lots of those. Mm-hmm. It's uh, also got uh, Le- or, uh, Clark's terrible suit. I didn't notice that. Oh, it was very ugly. Uh, it looked kind of like Bruce's mustard yellow suit, but so much worse somehow. I liked Bruce's mustard yellow suit. I know you never did, but, but I never I, did. Sh- I never took shine to his mustard yellow suit. It's because I was wearing grown-up clothes in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. A lot of mustard. I, there was. There literally was. There was a lot of that that uh and and matching that with brown mm-hmm. like, you know. It was that or paisley. Mm-hmm. Delicious but, mustard. Mhm. Uh, what else? Uh, Oh, at one point, uh, the the way the way Lana recognizes Superman is like a uh, nice suit. Did Martha make that for you? And I I like I swore I wouldn't make the reference, but I came real close. 
Come on, you're just asking for that one. Why did you say, I mean, thank you. Mm-hmm. I mean, he does say, why did you say that name? But uh, <laughs> in a different context, in a, wait a minute, how do you know who my hey. mother is? I mean, how do you know who some woman named Martha? <laughs> oh, boy. Well, I guess I just confirmed that for you. Never I'm mind. I'm real bad at this. You sure are. Mm-hmm. No, I thought she knew up front. Like oh, she, yeah. She just had one dot left to connect, and mm-hmm. she does it here. But I thought she are. I thought he was. I guess that means there was no Superboy. No, which I'm fine with. I hate the concept of Superboy. I don't. I don't hate the idea of him sort of figuring it out in Smallville. But it, but it's Smallville, and the word never really got mm-hmm. out. And I hate. Like it would, I hate Smallville as like Smallville, home of Superboy. No, 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 no. But what I like is okay, sort of like a small scale version of what he's doing with mm-hmm. Hamilton now. He's testing out his powers he's figuring them out and while he's seeing how high he can fly he sees someone in trouble and helps them mm. or whatever you know like I, I could see that but no i don't think he would be like a celebrity and like known by everyone known as superboy sure. i just i feel like i just feel like he used the power some we saw a little of it mm-hmm. like yeah that's look like look that's fine him in like him running yeah. around in a t-shirt like saving people and not getting yeah. away before they know that's fine i just hate the concept of superboy <laughs> Well, okay, that's fine. I super-powered boy. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. Mm. But okay, what else? Superman really fucks up Lex's lead factory. I know that much. Yeah, well, Lex's lead factory was making some pretty bad weapons. So look, it's not great, and it was all automated, so they could fire all of the employees. Yeah, it looked like um, looked like the droid factory from Attack of the Clones, which this predates. But you know. He's a real asshole, and he doesn't believe in unions, so fuck that guy. Of, co- of course. <laughs> I mean, he's just like Jeff Bezos, but handsome. Mm-hmm. What if I made my entire factory automatic and uh, no people work there? That sounds pretty good, right? Sounds horrible. Mm-hmm. Mm, I think I'm going to do it, though. I stole I stole robot technology from that Rossum guy in Gotham. <laughs> Next year, I'm going to Mars. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean... uh, I don't know if he ever does, but uh, first, very first episode of Justice League mm-hmm. is uh, a manned mission to Mars. That's so, true. Uh, yeah. I'm paying for it so I can go live there. Mm-hmm. So I can meet the aliens. I've done it once. Mm-hmm. I've made first contact. Have you? I bet you haven't. Hello, Martian Manhunter. Mm-hmm. Yes, hello. <laughs> I've, I've made you a Illudium Pew 36 explosive space module. Oh, goody. <laughs> There's probably a comic of that. I mean, there was a comic of a bunch of other DC guys meeting Warner Brothers characters. So yeah. look, I don't know. I don't know if you ever read the Batman Elmer Fudd comic, oh, but it was shockingly good. So good. It was just very good. I don't. I don't believe these words are coming out of my mouth, but look, both of us think that. Mm-hmm. So the uh, Lex Luthor meets Porky Pig. Uh, Cover that though was... is one of the most frightening things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I I seem to recall that one. That was okay, but the the Batman Elmer Fudd one was really the money. Like that was the best one of that of that whole lot. All right. Anything else? Uh, I think that's everything I got. Have ye a quote? I do have a quote. This is one of Lois's few lines in the entire episode. Goes to paparazzi walls trying to get a scent of Lex's latest lady friend. Not that I read the gossip columns or anything. But I hear they're quite an item. Maybe I should warn her about him. Nah. Ah, uh, yes. And but it's the best. Yes. Very good. Um, we I, I forgot to mention, mm. Lois gets outfit number four in this one. 
Like, this is a, a unique outfit mm-hmm. we have not seen before, which I know it's not that big a deal, but it is a huge deal. Cartoons draw everyone the same in the same clothes mm-hmm. because it's way easier to animate. The show has now, by episode, what are we on? Six, eight, something yeah, like that. So. Like, v- very early on, one of its main characters now has four different costumes. Yep. That's uh, pretty damn impressive. Good work, Lois. Yeah. Good job, because because yeah, she's a professional woman who's not just coming to work in the same dress every day. Yeah. Come on. So yeah, you might you might think uh, Clark's suit was crap, and I it did. Probably was I don't remember, but um, that was probably a unique one too. Like they mm-hmm. probably went. What I'm saying is they probably put their best clothes on to go to the fashion show. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Like and Clark, Clark put on his worst suit to go driving well, in. Clark doesn't Clark doesn't know what he's doing. He's Could've. he's got a, he doesn't have super fashion. Should have stuck with the blue suit. I wear too much blue. That's the issue. Yeah. Now everyone's going really... know that I'm Superman. <laughs> that and you just said that out loud, idiot. Shit. I mean, uh, darn. Mm-hmm. Shucks. <laughs> Golly. Well, great. Now I gotta fly home to Smallville and put a quarter in the swear jar. <laughs> Bye, Rao. <laughs> there we go. You can't get mad at me for that. That's an alien yell. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else? That's everything I got. Very well. Well, why don't I have the list of the next episodes up when I know uh, that's what I'm going to talk about? Either of us, I think. Just, <laughs> just the just issue here. Every, every single time. Why? I'm such a goddamn amateur. What is wrong with We've me? We've been doing this for so long. Why are we so bad at it? Oh, God, I know. I still don't know how to introduce the show. I do know Flonk's on next week. Yes. Because he reached out to me this week and said, hey, I'm on this week. And I checked and I said, no, it's next week. So I know that. Mm-hmm. And now I have killed enough time, and I can tell you the next episodes are Tools of the Trade mm-hmm. and Two's the Crowd, yep. which neither of those help me at all. Yeah. No idea. Uh, no, I don't know. Ooh, I know I know the next week ones, though. Those those are good. Ooh, and the one after that is good. Mm-hmm. one after that is good. Ooh, there's some very good ones coming up. Yes, good. But yes, Flonk will be joining us. Uh, Flonk, our real-life friend who we saw in real life recently. <sighs> that was really nice. The three of us and... Mm-hmm. Uh, and our partners just uh, hanging out. Yep, just hanging out with our friends. You can do that. Yeah, to a limited extent. Yeah, yeah but you can you do know. it some. If you get we vaccinated, sat outside. We were get vaccinated. We've been vaccinated. Yes, but uh, yeah, we were all safe, and and we get to see friends and yeah. for the first time in a year and a half, and it was glorious. It was really nice. Yeah, uh, although I really wish we'd just had him on that week and recorded because now we got to put up with his microphone. Yeah, well, but it just brought one there for him to talk to but <laughs> yeah, whatever well we'll deal with that next week yeah all right uh as ever if you want to write to us uh, it is kids love batman podcast at gmail mm-hmm. the website is kids and we will be back next week yeah see ya folks twala for more information about this show and the people who make it visit kids To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com slash Algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Matt Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Copyright 2021. Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.